the pandemic has accelerated a shift towards digital transformation and cloud adoption for many businesses as companies look for ways to become more cost efficient agile and even innovative many are turning to cloud migration as a solution now in the past companies migrated their data every 4 to 5 years when they refreshed their storage infrastructure cios and storage experts now think differently about how data center should be built and optimized so if you aren't talking about your future in the cloud then i guess you're not paying attention hello everyone welcome to analytics insight podcast where we talk about the ever evolving technology space i'm your host priya dialani now the shift towards a more flexible storage architecture even in a hybrid cloud environment has created the need to migrate data much more frequently fueling the demand for data mobility now to talk more about data mobility and cloud migration today we have mr yogesh anyapanavar founder of datamotive.io an enterprise workload mobility company providing the most cost effective quality solution for cloud migration and disaster recovery so um, hi yogesh how are you doing welcome to our podcast thank you thank you so much priya for having me on this glad to have you with us so let's start with uh, you know providing or making our listeners know about uh, datamotive.io and what is its core mission so uh, uh, datamotive is a primarily a product uh, company uh, we founded in 2021 uh, we are a, a accredited vc funded company we just recently closed our pre series a round as well uh, headquartered in pune uh, we also have sales offices in uh, orange county in us uh what data motive essentially does is that we uh, fall into the category of what is called as a hybrid multi cloud workload portability area uh, so essentially uh, the core areas where data motive works in is as you earlier mentioned it is workload mobility uh, primarily focusing on migration and as well as uh, business continuity which is more on backup recovery disaster recovery availability those kind of areas Uh, so we have products in each of these areas uh, but the core mission for data motive uh, is essentially to create a bridge between on prem and public cloud models so essentially providing seamless mobility uh, across on prem environments like vmware or public clouds like aws azure google cloud oracle cloud uh, this is a building a bridge between them is what our primary focus is so for the end customers Uh, who are actually getting into this hybrid multi cloud model it becomes a very seamless experience uh, to work or utilize the best offerings that are that they essentially want from variety of these sources so that's what our primary focus and our core mission is great thank you for sharing with us uh, yogesh i truly believe that since we are living in a in a cloud um, driven of uh, business landscape i think uh, migration cloud migration has been very important aspect if uh, if i'm in a mid mid size scale or a large scale organization but um, as technology continues to evolve uh, just like you said i think many companies are looking for ways to improve the infrastructure as well as the performance now uh, like i mentioned cloud computing has become so popular among among companies today that um, they are finding that the legacy systems like um servers or uh, the firewalls are quite unreliable and they're also becoming very inefficient um, if i would say so because these uh, the legacy systems are not operating at their optimal capacity and hence we are uh, witnessing a major shift towards the cloud adoption services 
Now, having said that, uh, could you also let us know about your proactive role and your contribution to the company as well as the industry overall? Yes, absolutely. So, uh, uh, just to uh, set a little bit of a background, right? Uh, me and my team, we have been in this uh, uh, cloud computing space uh, for over 20, 25 years uh, overall. Uh, and what we have seen essentially that has happened uh, throughout uh, this last 20, 25 years, or especially the last 15 to 20 years, uh, is the way people adopt these public clouds, right? Um, so there is always a surge on that. Uh, there is always a, a, a model to do innovation faster, right? And the cloud platforms especially allow you to do that. Uh, but it also comes at a certain price. Right. Uh, again, uh, not every company will be the same bucket where they have, you know, uh, significant funds uh, to invest in all of these areas. Uh, and that's where uh, where companies like Datamoto, uh, and that's where essentially where we come into play, where we are simplifying those models uh, where they can actually make the best choice for them. So in terms of uh, our uh, contributions essentially uh, right a data motive was formed based on that idea right uh, that we should be able to provide freedom of decision making uh, to the end customer so if they are currently on the cloud or they want to save on money they can think of moving to on premise if they are on premises and they are essentially looking to modernize their infrastructure they should have the ability to move to the public clouds and essentially make this a, a, a not a one-time activity, but as and when needed activity, right? Uh, that is the seamless mobility aspect that data motive comes into play. Uh, from a, a contribution to the industry perspective, uh, of course, we are a patent pending technology. Uh, what we have built as our core platform is a first in the industry. Uh, nobody else really has this technology right now. Uh, and uh, of course, we, we will continue to grow and build on this uh, and make sure you know that uh, essentially whatever is the customer need, whatever are the industry challenges today, uh, we are focusing especially on those and making sure that the customer has that freedom, has that democratization of all of these public clouds available to them. Right. I think it's so overwhelming to uh, know that we have um, such technologies, um, cutting-edge technology, like you said, or the patented technology that can help companies uh, with managing their infrastructure and um, ensuring that the business operations are running smoothly. And I think that is uh, why uh, people are shifting to cloud computing and cloud migration is because uh, they can uh, scale of computing resources up and down as needed uh, without significant capital expenditure. Now, this is really important for companies that are rapidly growing so that they can quickly accommodate the new employees or customers and without having like a financial burden or deep in their pockets that way. Now, uh, like you like you mentioned about your background and explained to us uh, your journey, was there something specific that inspired the creation of Data Motive IO? And if there is, uh, we would like you know to hear more about it. Sure, sure, absolutely. So uh, as I said, uh, um, me and the team, we have been in this space for over 20 years. Uh, and during these 20 years, we uh, I personally uh, come from a technology background. Um, so I'm a core file systems engineer at heart. Uh, but uh, over the years working, especially in this uh, storage, virtualization, and cloud computing space, and primarily working with uh, or working on products from companies like VMware, Cisco, uh, Dell EMC, NetApp, 
right? Uh, to just name a few, uh, we realize that a lot of the focus is essentially on, uh, uh, you know, uh, where it is leading to essentially is to uh, where the customer sticks with a particular vendor, right? whether it is AWS or VMware or NetApp or Dell, right? Uh, and of course, that that's the nature of the business. Uh, there is no company in the world which wouldn't want customers or wants to provide freedom. Uh, but that was the gap. So uh, to put it very, very simply, uh, once a customer adopts a particular cloud, let's say AWS, it becomes extremely difficult for that company uh, to actually look at uh, Azure or Google Cloud or even think about like a VMware or a Nutanix right, as their core baseline platforms. Uh, and this is where the challenges really start coming up. Moving from one place to another uh, is, is extremely difficult. Uh, adopting different technologies as their customers need, that becomes extremely difficult. Usually these migration projects will run, you know, minimum three to four months and you still don't really have a guarantee that everything is going to work as you expected at the end of the three or four month exercise. Uh, sometimes these projects actually take years as well, uh, of course, depending upon the size, but these can be very, very tiresome uh, projects uh, that IT teams internally have to execute. Uh, and of course, we all know, right, uh, IT teams are always under the pressure uh, to, you know, bridge the gap between the effort that they put in, the value that they are providing to their business, uh, and of course, uh, innovating their technology while all of this is happening. It's, it's, it's not a good position to be as an IT head or a CIO or a security head uh, of a serious company uh, in, in this age right now. Right? I can very simply, I can put it in that fashion. Uh, but uh, all of these challenges essentially led to the creation of data model. Uh, what we realized that if there a particular set of technologies can actually be built, uh, which enable this seamless mobility, enables business continuity across hypervisors, across clouds, right? Uh, then there is a there is a enormous value addition that we will be providing to the customer. Essentially, we are telling them that you are no longer locked into a particular vendor. Uh, you are no longer locked into a particular cloud. You have the ability to adopt multiple platforms as you see fit, right? Uh, so now the decision-making power is in the hand of the customer and not because of a decision that someone took maybe a few years ago on how the technology stack should look like, right? And that's the freedom that we are providing. And that's, uh, as I said earlier also, that's our core mission. Uh, but this model essentially inspired the creation of data, right? We, uh, we embarked upon the, a good couple of years journey to just even figure out whether this building this technology is possible. Uh, and once we had a few breakthroughs uh, is after which we actually uh, really uh, started looking at the potential of what this technology can do uh, and then build the company based on that. Right. I think you very well said that uh, being an IT head or a security expert of a large scale company is definitely not an easy job. I think it's more of a responsibility um and um and you know i think it's it's very scary i would say in simple terms because yeah. um, technology is changing every year every day and how do you keep up with the changing infrastructure is something um uh the the scary part of the job i would say so and also like you said that you know every project has 
requirements and you know sometimes the it teams are involved like for months or years understanding the project requirements and uh, providing a specific solution to meet those specific needs and i think um, uh, what comes into picture is the right strategy and planning where i think um, uh, you guys or the data motive company comes into picture and help um, uh, the projects with proper cloud migration and so that they can fully leverage and enjoy the potential of or uh, the benefits of cloud computing that way but um, can you share some uh, specific examples or innovative solutions or technologies that has been implemented by data motive io sure absolutely so uh, looking at the core platform right uh, so there are uh, typically uh, when you are looking at mobility uh, which is migration or you are looking at business continuity primarily from a disaster recovery and uh, backup perspective right uh, there are uh, a few things uh, that actually come into play right uh, one of course is uh, the impact it has on the customer's production workflows right Uh, and the second aspect is on the security side uh, and third again very important which i should add is on what slas that you are actually providing uh, from a disaster recovery so data motive actually changes the paradigm in all of these three areas so first and foremost uh, data motive is a completely agentless van optimized purpose built replication engine so uh, agentless being the keyword here right because because we are agentless we are working at a platform level uh, we actually provide uh, or we have zero impact on the production systems that the customers are running in their environment right uh, and these could be on a public cloud these could be on a uh, on premise vmware environment or nutanix environment it it doesn't really matter right but we are working at the platform level and have zero impact on the production workflow Uh, when i say zero impact uh, this is actually leading to uh, the performance aspect as well as the security aspects uh, customers don't have to worry about setting up their networking in a certain fashion they don't have to worry about how they build their application stacks they don't really have to worry about the allocating you know specific memory or storage or compute uh, for the agents uh, if it was a agent based model right uh, running on their workloads right uh, the second aspect there is on the security side right uh, because there are no agents uh, essentially uh, we are not compromising the security uh, profile of the company uh, in essence we actually improve the security profile of the company because now they have to punch lesser holes in their firewall lesser holes uh, in their internal networks right uh, so you don't really have to worry about that uh the second major thing uh, that data motive works on is uh, the actual mobility and compatibility across clouds right uh, so as i said we are a patent pending technology uh, so uh, where it leads to is that uh, data motive can actually map the file systems across multiple clouds right uh, so it's it's uh, to put it very very simply right uh, data motive can actually make a online word document into a pdf or a pdf back into a word especially when people are read it uh, the only uh, just to con- uh, i mean make people realize the complexity of this data motive is doing it at an operating system level so i c- we can essentially map an operating system while people are using it while it is running into a completely different format right? and bring it back if required uh, the third important aspect that we spoke about 
is uh, from the SLA perspective, right? Uh, the what Data Motive essentially does, and again, this is a industry first uh, commitment that Data Motive brings to the table, is Data Motive provides a flat line, ten minute recovery SLA, right? So whether you are migrating to the cloud or whether you are doing disaster recovery to a completely different platform. Data Motive provides a 10-minute RTO SLA, which is the recovery time objective, uh, essentially meaning the time it takes to recover a certain workload or a set of workloads uh, once a particular issue has been identified. So this with Data Motive is a flatline 10-minute SLA, irrespective of the size of the data. So even if you have 50 GB of data in your systems, or even if it is 10 terabytes of data in your systems, Data motive will only take 10 minutes, right? And this number is a flatline number across cloud platforms. There are no uh, differences or no catches, right? If you go to AWS, it is 15, absolutely nothing like that. Regardless of where, from where you are going to where you are ending up, right? Uh, it is always a flatline 10 minutes. So our simple sales pitch uh, on this statement is we tell our customers that a uh, let's say you are currently on uh, on-premise VMware environment. You want to uh, move your workloads to AWS, right? Uh, we tell them you click a button on the Data Motive console uh, and go grab a cup of coffee. Before you finish the coffee, you will actually be running on the AWS, right? So the downtime essentially is less than 10 minutes, right? Uh, and you know, while they were doing all of this, their on-prem VMware systems were also working, right? But within 10 minutes, you are actually going to be running as a native uh, AWS EC2 model, right? Uh, as native AWS workloads. So those are the three promises uh, that Data Motive essentially makes, and the entire technology, the platform, our replication engine, recovery engine, our automation workflows are uh, all of that is completely implemented. Well, if next time, if I would want to um, consider moving my workload and do a cloud migration, I think I'm going to go with the data motive. At least I'm going to enjoy my coffee while everything is happening in 10 minutes that way. So exactly. That's really um, um, a very um, attractive or a very impressive uh, feature that, that you spoke about. And I think our listeners would also love about it because it's it's i think uh, the three qualities in in short i would say that your mobility solution is providing speed agility and also customization and i think all of these three needs is what you need for a customer satisfaction and loyalty and if if that's if that those three things are there i think the other things like the delivery or payment configurations or the as and go assistance is something that um, you you'll of course provide to them so all of this yes. is giving like a very um Seamless end user experience, I would say. So uh, while you have explained to us uh, about uh, the the core technologies or the core promises uh, that the solution is providing, could you also highlight some of your success stories or case studies that so that we could understand the effectiveness of your solution? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so let let me take one recent uh, interesting uh, use case um, that. Uh, uh, that we worked with and worked with this company. So it's a European uh, ERP CRM company. Um, basically, they are like the Zoho of Europe, a very large company. Uh, and they were uh, working on a public cloud for quite a few years. Uh, the bills started piling up and they were looking for options to 
essentially, especially after COVID, right? Uh, everyone is uh, managing their IT budgets uh, very stringently. Uh, and one of the right. things identified by this company was to essentially move to an on-premise uh, cloud, right? Uh, essentially. So what uh, they did is they went the usual way. They talked to all of their IT partners. Uh, they looked at a few existing products. Uh, none of them were actually working for them. Either taking too long or the expected downtimes were too high, uh, which as a mm -hmm. very high-end um, uh, uh, or I, I should say highly available company, everything is online for them. The systems cannot really be down even for a, you know even for a, a couple of hours. Right? Uh, they they were facing these challenges in this mobility and this migration project. Uh, they came to Data Motive. Uh, they we did our usual song and dance of you know proof of concepts and things like that. Uh, it did a beta deployment for them. Uh, the, their success was basically, uh, I mean, uh, the way they claimed it, it was it was really really good. It was at a ridiculous level. Uh, they immediately adopted Data Motive, and what they were expecting to complete the project, uh, the time that they were supposed mm -hmm. to complete the project was about four and a half months uh, with uh, the data motive yeah. technology. Uh, they were able to actually complete it by themselves without involving any external partners within three and a half weeks. Uh, so we literally oh, okay. brought it down to like uh, less than 20% of the effort that they, that they would have. Right. Now, uh, uh, additionally, so just to give some numbers around this, uh, so they had uh, approximately a hundred different workloads, a hundred different uh, systems that they wanted to migrate, uh, totaling around over 50 terabytes of data. Uh, and all of this had to be done where all of these hundred systems are actually online in the cloud and they should have a less than 10 minute of downtime. Right. Uh, so that were the criteria that data motive basically had to meet uh, to make this a success. Uh, but we achieved all of that. Uh, we actually have glowing recommendations from this company. Uh, they basically called us a lifesaver uh, because uh, they ended up saving a huge amount of money as well. Uh, not just because of the project was small enough, but because they were able to make very quick decisions on what to move and not to move. And if it is uh, not working, then maybe keep it. But uh, that agility of decision making was also extremely important and uh, useful for them. Uh, so that's one of the interesting use cases. It, it, this one typically falls in the cloud repatriation area, where somebody is already on the right. cloud, but for uh, primarily you know um, cost uh, saving uh, model, they had to move back to a on-prem data. Uh, the second uh, interesting use case uh, that we are currently working on uh, is where uh, this is one of a, a very large uh, BFSI sector uh, companies in India, uh, basically in the top three in India. Uh, they uh, have an on-premise data center, uh, basically, uh, again on VMware. Uh, what they wanted to do or the way they were using this for the disaster recovery model is they had a completely uh, similar setup, uh, disaster recovery site setup in a completely different data center. So essentially they were paying double the cost of running their production just to make sure that they are well protected in case of any disaster events. Right? 
so the cost of your infrastructure, uh, which includes the space, the storage, the compute networking, uh, the cooling that is required for those data centers, the software licenses that are required, the people to manage right, that. Right. All of this is essentially into two, right? It is two X of what is required on the production. Uh, with uh, the and this cost is is really high, right? Uh, it's it's it's, uh, it's basically doubles up your more or less doubles up your IT infrastructure budget just to have this in place. Mm -hmm. uh, with data motive, uh, we essentially enabled them to have a disaster recovery site on a public cloud, and this goes back to our hybrid multi-cloud model, where they continue to run their production workloads on their on-premise VMware data center. Uh, but now the DR site is basically a, either a choice of AWS or Azure, right? Uh, they picked one of those, uh, and we actually completely reduced the need for their original DR site. So we halved their budgets or IT expenditure uh, by okay. literally removing that DR site and replaced it with cost uh, on the public cloud, but the cost is only okay. for the store. So it came okay. down from hundreds and thousands of dollars uh, to literally $50 per terabyte of data per month that they are now paying to the public. Oh. And interestingly, okay. uh, we improved their SLAs as well. Earlier, they used to take mm -hmm. two to three hours uh, if there was a disaster. It used to take them two to three mm -hmm. hours to actually recover their instances. Uh, we brought it down to a 10-minute window. So improvement of SLA as well as lowering that cost by a, i would say minimum of 60% right is is yeah. what we were able to offer to our customers great i think that's that's quite impressive yogesh and uh, in today's world where you know we are um, reading the headlines of uh, recession hitting soon or the inflation rates not coming down i think one of the most important uh, priorities for any organization irrespective of the industry they are in is keeping their costs low as much as possible and especially with IT infrastructure and the changing uh, landscape of um, technology, um, all of these things are, of course, um, uh, getting uh, way out of the budget for many of those companies. Though they would want to ado adopt robust solutions, but one of the challenges that these people are facing is uh, the upfront cost or the cost barriers um, that would that would that would probably you know uh, disable their budgets as well. So I think this is a very important aspect that you shared with us as to how. Um, you and your company have been able to cut down the cost in terms of managing uh, the IT infrastructure or in terms of cloud migration. So very, very thank you much. I'll, I'll thank you for that, for sharing that with us. Um, Absolutely. Now, having said that, um, with, the, with the outbreak of the pandemic, I think um, everything shifted to remote from your online shopping to working. Um, it was estimated that around 26% of US employees were working remotely back then. And it is expected that around 36.2 million Americans will work remotely by 2025. So naturally, there is an influx of um, huge amount of remote data that has been accumulated. And, you know, that is going to impact and bring changes in the IT infrastructure as well. So mm. if people, if it's changing how people work or engaging with the corporate databases and application, I think um, there are a lot of expectations that people have from corporate technology infrastructure. So I would want to understand from your perspective of uh, what are the current trends in the cloud industry 
or in terms of even disaster recovery and how do you think data motive or io is adopting to them adapting to them absolutely so uh, it, it uh, i think it is safe to say that uh, uh, especially after the pandemic as you rightly mentioned uh, dependency on specific systems uh, whether it is to uh, you know control processes whether it is to control uh, the productivity of your teams of your businesses uh, essentially it, it is all dependent on what the internal it systems and how they are geared up for achieving all of these goals right so uh, the trend primarily now drives down to uh, you know more focused on innovation the speed of innovation uh, how we are bringing or adopting right. new technologies uh, the second aspect as again as you rightly said is a price driven decision uh, budgets are mm-hmm. definitely not unlimited uh, right uh, there is always a certain cap on what you can do and as i mentioned mm-hmm. earlier uh, cios have to go through that very excruciating cycle of trying to figure out what best they can do at that point in time right. mm-hmm. and th- these are i would say the two factors that drive these trends where people want the freedom uh, to choose what is best for them and also re- try to reduce the technology sprawl that they would very easily get in right uh, accessing mm-hmm. cloud technologies new platforms is always very useful nobody wants to you know uh, stop on the innovation and be prepared for right. the future uh, but uh, the other side of the coin on that front is always is at what cost right and whether yeah, it now true. is the right time to make those kind of decisions so i think uh, the industry is now getting mature about how to make this Uh, mm-hmm. and not to mention security also makes a very very important play while enterprises and mid to large level companies are making these decisions right uh, because nearly every country out there in the world now has uh, security data privacy data sovereignty laws that they have to adhere to right and again not all cloud technologies will also be available in all of these countries so they have to be very conscious about what they are doing and how they are doing it right and that is now uh, i think very much ingrained in the industry so uh, i would say maybe 6 uh, 7 8 years back uh, you would see that certain decisions are taken without completely understanding what it really means uh, but the industry is definitely maturing to that level where people are realizing that this hybrid multi cloud model uh, has to be the the kind of the uh driving goal uh, where they have the flexibility and agility to change if required right that has now be- is people are realizing that that is a very important factor to keep in mind uh, when where they are actually building out their it systems or modernizing their legacy applications or legacy infrastructure so that are the i would say the uh two or three major uh, trends that we are realizing right true i think uh, oh, that very well said yogesh because um earlier when a uh, cloud was just uh, just a buzzword and people were just uh, running behind cloud without understanding what cloud adoption means and uh, what are the necessary uh, things or resources that probably you need to have in terms of doing a cloud migration but now i think um, uh, like you ma- mentioned that everybody every industry every organization is getting matured and able to understand and identify the areas and needs um and then hence uh, adopt a solution that could meet their specific needs um apart from that i think um, um when we talking about cloud migration it seems very fancy 
and uh, we we are very overwhelmed with the advantages uh, that cloud brings to us. Uh, but I understand, uh, like you said, even for data motive IO, uh, I think it takes a village to uh, to deliver um, the results that that you had just mentioned uh, some time back about uh, how uh, you have helped companies cut down their cost and increase their efficiency and agility as well. So apart from factors like cost or data security, are there any other challenges that probably the company is facing? And how would you uh, do? You have any plans or? Any things in pipeline that that would help overcome those challenges? Uh, yes. So uh, the other point I would probably say, uh, apart from the cost uh, and the innovation aspect, uh, the other challenge is usually at the grassroots level, right? Uh, whether the uh, that company actually has the skill set uh, and the type of resources that would enable all of this, right? Uh, so it is eventually it all boils down to what is on the floor. The people actually working on all of these technologies, right? Uh, how experienced they are, what kind of exposure they get, right? Uh, so it eventually, majority of the times, it boils down to that, right? Uh, but uh, uh, having said that, uh, uh, the way we try to resolve these kind of issues or try to help our customers in these kind of issues is that we partner with a lot of serious companies, right? Uh, whether it is IT. Uh, service providers, uh, infrastructure service providers, or it could also be technology companies like uh, the public clouds themselves, AWS, Azure, Google Cloud, uh, on-prem or uh, hybrid cloud companies like VMware, Nutanix. Uh, so we actually partner with them significantly to make sure that we are meeting all the challenges that would act, uh, a particular customer may face. Right? Uh, of course, we bring in the self-service data motive technology uh, where we try to ensure that there is least amount of human involvement required uh, to manage and maintain the systems. They can do it by themselves. Uh, but having said that, every company will have its own set of uh, challenges and complexities. And in those cases, if they need external help, Data Motive also partners with companies like Teloid, companies like Wipro uh, on the service provider side. Uh, we are, of course, technology partners with NetApp, Cisco, VMware, AWS, Azure, Google Cloud, and a few other tech companies as well in that, right? Uh, but uh, that's where we try to combine the capabilities, combine the uh, offerings that we have uh, to make sure that the customer basically has, you know, one neck to choke, one point of contact to address all of these situations. And that's the combination that uh, we are very sure that the customers would like and love and say that, okay, there is there is one model here which enables me to go pick and choose whatever platform, whichever cloud I want to use. Movement between them is simple. And yes, I also have the right people to work with uh, on uh, on all of these technologies. So that's that's what we are, uh, how we are trying to circumvent these level of issues. Right, I think having the right set of people and a um, skillful and a well-efficient team is so important. Um, especially when you're talking about cloud migration or any such technology that we take into picture, even if it's artificial intelligence or machine learning, you really need um, skilled engineers or skilled um, AI professionals who are able uh, to create those models and understand uh, what goes into in, in building those models. So overall, if you try to wrap up, I think um, the power of data mobility, it helps organizations um, achieve and competitive edge uh, improve their overall performance and even serve their customers better that way. Now, whether it is a small business or a large enterprise, 
i think cloud migration is itself like a entire journey uh, that can help uh, transform organizations and help them achieve their goals as well now having said that this is one last question for you yogesh as to how do you see the industry and the outlook of our business probably this it's 2024 that we have started and in the coming years uh absolutely so uh, um, i think we touched upon it at a in different ways already but uh, uh the hybrid multi cloud model is here to stay i think we can safely say that in 2024 right it has been a buzzword for the last 6 uh, to 7 years but i think people are realizing that that strategy has to be inculcated as a as a baseline in whatever internal strategy every customer or every enterprise or every company is doing out there uh in terms of what i see uh, foresee that we go ahead is uh, definitely on the containerization the microservices side so uh, at scale how to utilize that right uh, again not a lot of large enterprises have completely adopted that uh, but those are the trends that will always be coming into play right if there is any mechanism where you can uh, have distributed architectures in your applications and in your stacks i think that will definitely be the upcoming trend people will be leaning towards that more and more right uh, as much as possible and uh, of course the the security aspects in a world where there are like uh, ransomware attacks every few seconds for every major company right uh, the the right. understanding of what your security profile looks like and what your security benchmarks are and uh, how do you uh, recover from these Uh, challenges very quickly uh, it's it's a two fold problem you have to be preventive but there also has to be uh, mechanisms to actually correct yourself if something goes wrong right if you actually uh, let someone through some hacker through into your account then how do you take care of it so these become very very important driving factors and i think these are the key areas which will kind of decide the next few years of how people actually look at their infrastructure and how seamless they really want to make them and how to how they are even building their applications keeping these considerations in mind right definitely i think uh, the overall technology uh, landscape is constantly changing and so are storage vendors offerings so companies need a solid data mobility strategy in place to pivot at the moment's notice and take advantage of newer and more cost effective capabilities now it, it also helps companies with the flexibility like you said the freedom that that your solutions are providing and it helps them to stay competitive achieve a sustainable growth that way and uh, i think it also eventually helps uh, all the data keepers and workers very productive as well well thank you so much yogesh for uh, sharing was for keep taking out time and sharing knowledge with us i think it was quite an insightful podcast that we have and it helped us understand the offerings of the company and how useful i think cloud migration is and you know your key or significance when it comes to cloud migration so uh, thank you so much for your time it was a pleasure having you with us today thank you thank you so much priya really excited about this conversation uh, really appreciate your time thank you definitely thank you so much